Welcome to the Video Gamer Podcast, episode 255. My name is Colin Mahern, and with me this week, he's from a sh- little shit place with 3 million people, it's Rich Walker. How did you know? And she's played 23 tests and has only lost one test to the scummy Irish. She's still dirty about that game. It's Alice Bell. This isn't fair to do a sports one. I had two weeks on the trot. Is it? Is that? Is that rugby? It is rugby related, oh, yes. Because you, you lads won the uh, the Six Nations, didn't Ireland you? won won the Grand Slam. Great, even you kicked to do, everyone's to, to, ass. To, do, to yeah. do one better, which, of course, Rich, as, as you're well aware, is when you win the Six Nations by beating the other mm. five mm. teams. Back in the day, it was when you would beat the other four teams, yeah. as it was the... Yeah. Five, five Nations. Five Nations, yeah. yeah I like yeah, turning I into do a teacher. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but this story was about Eddie Jones, the manager of England, who gave a talk. It's like the internet never forgets. Mm. He gave a talk last year at, uh, what's the Fuso, which is the, like the parent company of Mitsubishi. And they're the sponsors of England. And during it... It was just like your kind of after dinner speech type thing. And yeah, he Yeah, he, who who he, among us hasn't spoken after dinner and referred to another nation as scummy? He uh <laughs> he said that Wales Wales was the wow. little little shit place with three million people and called yeah, the Irish the scummy Irish. And this came to light <laughs> just before Ireland's game with England. He sounds which, like a lovely chap. From what I hear, you fucking roasted him as well. Yeah, do you know what? It was actually a bit of a dull affair because Because England the, was so shit. There was no there was no contest to it. Yeah. Um, but still better to be a dull affair in favour of Ireland. Personally speaking, of course, mm, I know yeah. commiserations, Rich uh, and I, Alice. I didn't even know no, it was we've, happening. We've had <laughs> but, discussions but before you. about how I, in sports, support Wales because of my this dad. This is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So will you finish second? Yeah, yeah. The table? Well, and there, there is, yeah. of course, the uh, the song, As Long As We Beat The English, We Don't Care, which my uncle taught me. So. I have family in Wales, so that count. No, are they from Wales or are they just in Wales? Uh, I think in Wales. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, so I guess it doesn't cool. count. On to the news this week and how excited are the both of you. We have a release date for Shadow of the Tomb Raider. This was the funniest, Ooh. the funniest leak that has ever lacked. Well, was it though? Because I mean, Shadow of the Tomb Raider has a history. This I don't know if it, this <laughs> is even the leaks. funniest Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Okay. Well, possibly. Like, well, no, that's true. Because wasn't if I ever get a job working in games, I'm going to do all my work on public transport. Mm. You do have a job in games. We, no, the other side. Right. No yeah, one gives yeah. a shit if I'm writing anything about a new Tomb Raider because I don't know. <laughs> fuck off. Like, <laughs> if I if I get a job on the PR or dev side, I'm mm. going to get I'm going to carry a fucking. 16 inch like no 20 24 inch screen would be everywhere that I can plug into it so everyone can see and on all and the, the planes trains and automobiles and t-shirts with the logo mm. on you gotta do that uh, well yeah Shadow of the Tomb Raider got an official uh, announcement for its release date of the I'm looking for a 14th of September mm. but this was as Alice said after <laughs> so, well see this is a to be fair right this wasn't uh, I don't know if this is on them. I suppose it is a little bit. Because it was within the source code of the official website. Yeah. Someone dug in and found that 
The, uh, you say the founder it, released like, it. You can look well, at the source in, code right, on website, okay, yeah. any website, just on your I, like. I generally look at the source code when I like uh, accidentally hit F twelve, isn't it? And yeah, you're like, yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake! You didn't mean to do it, but it's not like they they fucking hacked in like it was the Matrix or anything. <laughs> but like, yeah, it was all there. It was so the the. Uh, the release date as well as key dates for like yeah. different things being announced was all just in the back end of the site. Amazing. Because <laughs> the, yeah, so they, they released a 20 odd second teaser trailer that showed Lara running around the jungle mm. and like, yeah, that was it really. <laughs> yeah. um, and also the date, the 27th of April when it will be off, like, oh, how do they word it? Well, yeah, properly revealed in yeah. layman speak, but I'm trying to remember what they said. Because this is a trend that I think started with film that is kind of edging its way into games where it's like, here, here is a trailer for the trailer. Well, the teaser for the, yeah. yeah like, like with the Avengers, it was like, there's a teaser. And fucking Harry Potter, there was like, here's, here's a teaser. And the teaser didn't even have any like... Of the actual film in it, it was just like people with ones, like <laughs> regular people on the street going, oh, I love Harry Potters. <laughs> really? <Rubbish>. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm personally very excited about the new Tomb Raider because it's like the last two games were excellent. And if they can get the story right in mm. this, it'll be properly special because See, the story in the first one, awful, horrendous yeah, shit. Yeah, I was going to say, I didn't get on with the first one. The story in the second one, Better, mm. but still meh. <laughs> Whereas, like, yeah, I don't know. We, we'll see, like, this is supposed to be the, the build-up to Lara becoming the Tomb Raider. Mm. Yeah, you, actually, that's right. I remember yeah. you saying before, Rich, you're not a major fan of the reboot, so yeah. I like Rise, but I thought the first Tomb Raider, it was the optional tombs that just, you know, I thought were bollocks. It's like, if you can go through a Tomb Raider game and skip all the tombs, it's yeah. not a Tomb Raider game, is it? <laughs> but she wasn't the, the proper Tomb Raider yet. Oh, I see. You know, well, the, the, maybe, then, you know, maybe they shouldn't have called it Tomb Raider. We're going on that journey with her. What? How many tombs do you have to have raided before you put Tomb Raider on your LinkedIn? Lots. Like, at least a dozen. Okay. Yeah. That's, that seems like a lot. Especially how long well how long do these tombs take to be raided? Well, if they're anything like the Tomb Raider ones, mm, which obviously they, take they are because it's 3 minutes. Okay. <laughs> no, I mean you're at the, re- oh, the first right. reboot, is what I mean. Yeah. So what was there like six optional tombs or something about sort of 5 minutes to solve a fairly mm. simplistic puzzle? Fucking hell, hark at him. It's just it's, yeah, yeah. You know, it just wasn't enough. I had trouble with some of them, I'll have you know. Did you? Yeah, I, th- uh, I think I did too. Right, to I think I had trouble with one where there's sort of a oh, pulley, pulley system and thanks a Thanks for the concession there. So yeah. it was, was Rise a nice mix between new yeah. Tomb Raider and old with actual raiding of tombs? Well, Rise actually had some really good set pieces and it had bits where you had to do puzzles and tombs. Maybe this one will have all tombs. All tombs all the time. That would be great. Two tomb, two raid. I've mm. been making that joke loads this week. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I've just, I've just realised I've caught myself doing it again. It's because of God of War. Because I keep going to dad, to war, <laughs> and shit. How, are you looking forward to the new Tomb Raider? Alice? I am actually. Yeah, I really am. Because I did like the uh, the last one. It'll be interesting to see where they go with it, mm. and you know, see her character arc. I hope they get away from the dad issues thing. Because someone pointed out that like the whole mm. Lara Croft mm. daddy issues thing was entirely from basically from the Angelina Jolie movie. Because before that, she didn't have daddy issues. <laughs> And post that movie, everyone's like, oh, her dad. Well, before that, she was just 
I am a Tomb Raider and I live in this unbelievable yeah. house in yeah. Wimbledon yeah. with a yeah. creepy butler. Yeah, and that, you could that lock was, him in the fridge and everyone was happy. Yeah. That was <laughs> the, I forgot the fridge. Yeah, yeah. That was the shtick. <laughs> yeah. Whereas, yeah, yeah was, so is that where that came from? Yeah, apparently. From yeah. Well, that from seems from like the, the first Angelina Jolie film. And then... Very yeah. much reflecting her real daddy issues with uh, actor John Voight, who also <laughs> portrayed her dad on screen. Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah. There's a little fact <laughs> for you. Oh, excellent <laughs> movie <laughs> trivia. You should present film 2018. You're the one that pitch. does all the IMDb trivia. <laughs> yeah, is that you? Well, all right, Mr. <laughs> film Man, if you're so good. Oh, all right. What's what's the what's the the game based on the film that Tom Hardy is in that's based on a Ubisoft property? What? Oh, Splinter Cell? Of course it is, Rich oh, yeah. Walker. And there's a new Splinter Cell game coming. I completely Maybe. forgot about the Tom Hardy Maybe. thing. I know. Yeah, me too. E- yeah. Everyone has. I did up until about 30 seconds ago. Yeah. So on Amazon Canada, there was a listing for Splinter Cell 2018. Mm. And that's all I have. Yeah. Like... That was it. <laughs> Splinter Cell does seem to be the one series missing from Ubisoft press conferences and just announcements and their their yearly uh, offerings. Really. Yeah. Well, it was one of their kind of flagship series at one time. It's just kind of fizzled out after Blacklist, right? Yeah. I, well, I mean, it was a bit rocky towards the... I, I remember Vegas was... Im- immediately upon playing it, I was like, this is not very good. <laughs> like, yeah. No, I think Blacklist, they attempted to reboot it, but I remember that being... Good, and then Black- Blacklist was very good. Yeah, Blacklist yeah. was really good. It was a bit up and down, I felt towards the end. Yeah, and people lamented the lack of Ironside. You know, that Mike Mikey Ironside, of mm. course. But um, it's been five years. It's like way crazy, past yeah. due that there was a new Splinter Cell. So that's what I think lends a little bit of credibility to the listing because it's been so long and, you know, it's a yeah, big series. I just wish people would do new things. I know I say this yeah. all the time and I know it's a gamble and big companies mm. want to make sure they'll make money. Just do something new. Well, Alice Bell, you'll be gutted to hear that there is another Assassin's Creed game coming next year then. Yeah. yeah fuck you Uh, well apparently I should add uh, this report comes from comicbook.com who um, had their sources told them that the next Assassin's Creed game is out in 2019 and will be set in Greece now Greece was also mentioned prior to Origins the last one wasn't it yeah yeah Um, was it uh, yeah okay and or it was, it was rumored maybe that either the game would be set in Greece or that mm. there would be some section of it right. in Greece. Just, I, just, I mean, there is a, a Greek yeah, element. I was going to say they could yeah. reuse quite a few assets for Assassin's Creed Greece, so uh, maybe that's uh, where it's. Uh, I know. I know. From. Japan seems to be the. The, the fan favorite, though, doesn't it? It has, it has been, been for quite a while. Rumors yeah. of that for fucking years. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, Genius. like a new Tenchu game is what I'm envisioning. That's what everyone wants. Yeah. yeah. And do you remember in was it Assassin's Creed Black Flag? I think when you were walking around Abstergo, mm. there was an illustration on one of the walls, and it sh- it shown previous locations in this kind of mural almost, and the next one was Japan, and that was everyone was like, oh, there you go. It's There's happening. confirmation. So, are Ubisoft trolling us or what? <laughs> is it ever going to happen? Maybe just change their mind. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. But one thing I am glad about is, and I suppose the, if there was an Assassin's Creed game coming this year, we probably would know about it. Mm. 
but I am happy that they are sticking to this two year cycle. Yeah, because that the Origins massively benefited from that. Mm. People had Assassin's Creed fatigue massively, yeah. and Origins brought back a lot of people into the fold. Yeah. So, mm. yeah, it, it's it's good to hear that. Well, again, all supposedly, apparently, and all those other words yeah. that you know you can you can distance yourself from uh, from it very easily. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll see. Mm. Um, Dante from Devil May Cry. That fella. He, I don't know if he's been in Greece before, but <laughs> he is going to Monster Hunter World. Is that is that the name of the world? Actually, does it have a name? Uh, yes, it does, and I've forgotten it. I remember okay. the hub is called Astera. Oh man, that's going to bug me. Well, regardless, whatever it's called, Dante is headed there. <gasps> isn't uh, it the New World? Isn't that what it's called? That's a cop no? out, isn't it? Yeah, I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Dante is. No, I'm sure it has a different name. No, that's um, that's Aladdin. All <laughs> oh, right. Oh no, that was a whole new world. Sorry, <laughs> but yeah, uh, you'll be able to get dressed up as Dante, which makes sense. Capcom, mm-hmm. two Capcom properties. Now, is this? In celebration of Devil May Cry HD collection, or for the love of sweet Jesus Christ, give us DMC two. Sorry, it's I think it's just oh. the DMC collection thing being re released. Walker, you break my I'm heart. Sorry. You know yeah. that. I know it's a shame. I just, it's all I want in this world. <laughs> I really would be just so overjoyed if we just get a DMC two. But all the rumors that come out seem to point to everyone keeps talking about Devil May Cry five. It's like, well, hold on, no. That, oh, I think that would be a total misstep, yeah. Yeah, that bit's kind of over. Ninja Theory did a thing, remember? Yeah, so to, I, to, yeah. to go back to Blonde, Dante, and... Well, just he, is, that, that, he is still white-haired now, isn't he? Spoilers. Uh, yeah. Yeah, spoilers yeah. <laughs> I remember that being a massive bone yeah. of potential people. Like, he's got, he's a brunette, what the fuck is going on? I know, yeah, I know. It's all right, calm down, lads, fucking hell. But regardless, <laughs> do you know what? I am still going to just hope and pray mm-hmm. that we see something DMC related this June at E3. Yeah. Because do you know what? It, it may turn up on the green stage. Microsoft are promising their biggest E3 showing ever. Oh my God. I mean, last year they announced a car, which isn't <laughs> even something they make. So yeah. <laughs> what could they announce this year? So yeah, Microsoft are... Uh, banging on about their biggest E3 showing ever, which is, you know, they're they're going to do that. Oh, maybe sure maybe they mean like it. literally, like it'll just be fucking massive. <laughs> yeah. They won't like, show anything, won't but show it'll anything. be really big. The stage will be really high. Phil Spencer will have put all the Xbox One dollars <laughs> into making himself huge. Yeah, he'll come out in a big mech suit or something. Yeah. So, yeah. what what is Microsoft's biggest E3 showing ever? Because do you remember uh, um, last year? It was, what was it, 30 some odd games, late 30, 36, 7 tra- trailers for games, wasn't it? Really? Because well, it was a lot. Because Phil God, Spencer right. came out at the start yeah. and he was like, it's it's games, games, games. We're going we're gonna to show you, yeah, 30 something trailers in the next hour yeah, and a half. It's because and they did. The, like for the past few years before that, it was mostly not games. It was all like, we've got a new well, thing. Like, to be like, fair, yeah. I think maybe the last two or so years they have they better, they've, yeah, they've, they've, they've turned because of the initial but um, I, I remember because flack obviously because like that was that was the one I went to I could only go to one basically 
because I would have to help you guys cover. And I remember yeah. like sat there and Phil going like, we've got all the trailers in the fucking world. And I was like, oh no, I it's know, like it the was... worst one to not be able to cover. <clears throat> it was an utter disaster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like to me, and if, if I am to take this literally, which, you know, <laughs> why not? more fool sure. me for doing so. Yeah. But that does mean that that's Halo, that's Gears, that's, Probably forts as well. It's but another that is also, new console. Like, but, but that oh, yeah. is new. But that is, that is also new shit as well, which is what mm. Xbox has has been missing for first party for some time. exclusives. That's yeah. what it needs. No, in saying that, mm. a lot of people, at least in the preview stage, I don't know. Like at time of recording, Sea of Thieves is out now, yeah. uh, but people were pretty hot on Sea of Thieves, so. No, no. See, yeah. this is another one that I've, I haven't played any of it yet because I screwed up the Xbox account. Um, but um, that was one that seemed to be coming out forever. Yeah. Do you remember fucking every event, every Gamescom, every every E3, there was those lads walking around playing the accordion in, yep. in costume. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually like quite years. happy that Sea of Thieves has, again, at least in uh, beta stage, been received as well as it has because purely because everyone just absolutely just fucking kicked the shit out of it like yeah. really stuck the boot in because because of stuff like that Alice like the oh it's never going to come out it's always being shown what is this shit give us a new banjo <laughs> you yeah. know it's like why aren't you making a new Donkey Kong game because we can't we're owned by Xbox yeah, now yeah, yeah. But that's why I was really pleased that um, Mario and Rabbids was really good when it came out because mm. The, the leaks that came out everyone was like that's fucking stupid and then everyone played it and was like this is actually fair play pretty amazing mm. so. yeah yeah. Uh, and it's always good to see see good games and people praise good games like they did last November with Star Wars Battlefront 2 uh, everyone well, uh, yeah everyone loved it Uni- universally loved by all uh, well to be fair the people in this room that played it enjoyed the mm. core gameplay of it mm. yeah. just not some of the other things around us no. No. namely the progression system yep. which is being changed mm. boy and girl so that's a good thing it's taken them a while though hasn't it it has taken them mm. a while yeah yeah. So well, I think it's taken them a while because they needed to extricate it from yeah. the microtransactions because they were so tied up together mm. that it wasn't just a case of turning off the microtransactions or like turning them on. Like there was a lot of work that yeah. presumably they had to do and yeah. redesign and shit. They have done that work, thankfully, and you you progress you uh, you gain XP and um, level un- up and so on and so forth. Yeah, you unlock star cards like in a linear kind of way now you, you don't get them in crates anymore mm-hmm. basically yeah. yeah so it's just for your yeah for playing the game yeah that's how you uh like every you, other <laughs> multiplayer game has done well, not every other but, does but you know days. but yeah most other successful ones does does that uh, i don't know does that does that gain them a uh, uh, Maybe a new audience or uh, bring, bring in a few of the Do you feel like the damage that is done a little bit? I think uh, it was too yeah. much of a big deal. Like the idea yeah. of like Disney having to ring them up and go, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> what is this like, shit? Um, I, yeah, I think that the damage was done, unfortunately. And so people mm. won't be, nobody's going to be rushing out to, to buy it. That was an amazing, like fo- following that story was just incredible. Yeah. It's just so like, like, Disney ringing like, them up and... It got oh. so huge so quickly, and it, I th- there was a little bit of me that was kind of like because this was it, the the microtransactions were Im- implemented really badly in it, mm. but 
it wasn't the first game to have microtransactions in it. Like FIFA has been rinsing 12 year olds for fucking years. Mm. And, and there weren't like, you know, there wasn't like a, a member of Congress going, we have to do something about these terrible video games about FIFA. Yep. So uh, I, part of me did feel for not EA, but perhaps the people that worked on Star Wars. Because nobody sets yeah. out to make a shitty thing, do they? No. Do you think though, because it was Star Wars and seen as something that, you know, kids watch and love, it was more of a target? I mean... Perhaps. Maybe. Maybe. Um, I, but but it is uh, it's tough to say. Like not many kids, I would imagine, will be playing Soul Calibur five, six, six, six. <laughs> well, is no. this one? It's rated twelve, isn't it? I think or something. Is it twelve? I thought it'd be. I think so. There's more. no blood in it or anything. Uh, but so they won't be able to see the Witcher's Geralt of Rivia show up in mm. it. it. Fucking turns up everywhere. This guy. Yeah. How excited are you about this? Extremely excited. I mean, I love the guest characters in Soul Calibur, and uh, you know we've had Darth Vader, we've had Yoda. We've had Ezio, but Geralt is just spot on, spot on for this. Because I suppose it, it makes sense, you know. Mm. It's all all. Um, no, I was I was I was going to say shit. it's all swords, but it, it's not, is it? It's I suppose all swords weapons, weapon all based. melee weapons. Yeah, and obviously Geralt's got his silver and his steel swords and his spells and stuff. I wonder how they'll balance him because he in the trailer they showed he has his uh, his different marks or whatever you know spells yes and there's one where he can confuse enemies and stuff and i think they showed him doing that on mitsurugi hmm. could that get annoying possibly i don't know oh uh, yeah that's the sort of thing i would just spam yeah exactly i'd spam the shit out of that maybe i'll have like a meter or something so you can't do that you have to charge it up first or something mm. Mm. uh but, but yeah very cool i it, it is very cool and mm. it'll be It'll be fun to see how that plays out. Maybe mm. uh, maybe the community will take to it quite well. I don't know if it'll be big on streaming services, uh, but <laughs> you know, who knows? It's difficult yeah, to yeah, tell what yeah. will be big on streaming services. You'll get that, come but on. There is a game I know that is big on uh, Twitch, I believe. It is the biggest game don't on Twitch. Don't help him. It is the, <laughs> the biggest game on Twitch, I'll have you know. And that game is Fortnite. And Alice Bell, popular rap person drake from toronto canada mm. he played fortnite with another oh twitch person it was amazing called ninja so ninja is a twitch streamer and he got uh, he's got like he's become more popular quite quickly because he plays a lot of fortnite so like he was streaming fortnite and ended up playing with drake <laughs> as in drake the rapper drake like Real, how, real how Drake. It, and was the that meme ju- guy Drake? Was it just by chance or what? I think like, so. I think they just got. I'm not sure. I don't think they're buddies, but like, um, and because obviously Drake is, you know, very famous. Uh, Ninja asked him to tweet out the stream, which he did. He was like, oh, I don't use Twitter that much, but yeah, I'll do it. And so he did. Wow. And then because the the stream managed to break the record for the most concurrent viewers of a stream, um like on Twitch that wasn't a tournament mm-hmm. basically just like ah oh, right just so just from a a Twitch a, personality a, yeah 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 uh, and so like Drake was by, Drake's probably quite good he's not like world level but pretty, pretty, pretty darn good at uh, Fortnite mm-hmm. uh, team player he was dropping loads of items uh, for the rest of his team he was healing wow. he was yeah, he was a good guy. Um, <laughs> so Ninja got uh, over 645,000 views, which smashed the previous record of 388, which was held by Dr. Disrespect, who's um, quite a famous PUBG 
plunk mm. bat streamer. He's on with the sunglasses, fake moustache. Yeah, that's the guy. Who went away for a uh, month last mullet. year. Yeah. After yeah. infidelity. Then, weirdly, like, so then uh, Pittsburgh Steelers player Juju Smith-Schuster and another rapper called Travis Scott also joined in a weird kind of surreal 2018 moment. Yeah, yeah. They're all like, and then there was a bit where, <laughs> there was a bit where uh, uh, Drake heals Travis Scott and he says, three, two, one, God's plan, let's get it. Because <laughs> God's plan is the name of his new <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, well, <laughs> just... Wow. Just wonderful. Uh, Drake also confirmed uh, he was eating pizza at the time he was playing. And uh, Ninja asked him if pineapple goes on pizza and he says it does. Right. Do you know what? It, it's lost me. He's a, it is, he's a disgrace. I don't care how much loot he dropped for his teammates. I Disgusting. think pi- pineapple, I wouldn't choose it, but I wouldn't be crass. I, I would. If someone gave me a ham and pineapple pizza... Like it, I'd throw I'd be it back fine. into their fucking face. <laughs> I'd mash it into their <laughs> eyeballs. Oh my god! So if Drake, if Drake comes up to you and he's like, "Rich, I used to call you on my cell phone. I can't. I don't like, know what the next lyric is." Shit out of my fucking face. <laughs> but that, like, it's sweet and salty. It's quite good. Oh, no, no, no yeah. fruit and any. Food, uh, fruit on any food. No, on any (laughs) on (laughs) savoury food, fruit and savoury stuff. No, just apple sauce on pork, Mm, cranberry sauce on turkey. But no, oh no, what cranberry on turkey? No, dirty. I'm I'm not a fan of cranberry sauce. No, 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 I don't like it. So I'll back you on that. Yeah, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Pineapple and pizza. I don't. I don't think it's a catch-all here. Like I, I just. I think sweet and savoury can uh, Is this a sweet versus savoury issue or purely no, it's, just it's, fruit? It's fruit. Well, tomato is a fruit, so. Uh, I don't like them much that? either. <laughs> I'm not a big so, fan yeah, of that. Tomatoes are the worst. They're yeah, fucking no, devil's awful. food. Exactly. But, right, all this talk about Fortnite. Fortnite is the biggest game in the world. You've Drake playing it. Mm. You have. Uh, who else? Someone else was talking about playing it on Twitter and then got a load, load of buzz. Mm. Like, the Fortnite story, I find. Just mental, yeah. Because it's in the last what, the, like the last month, maybe five weeks, that it's really just Taken gotten off. massive. Well, my nephews because it, play it, and like everyone I know who's not massively into games plays that shit. Yeah, just, yeah. Because the thing is, like, it was seen as we were talking about um, what was it called, a Sea of Thieves, and how that was derided and mm-hmm. seems to have come back. Like Fortnite was. Fairly similar. People are going, fuck, sit, look at Epic, yeah, taking yeah, goals, yeah. copying well, PUBG. Like you played it like before they had. I the, thought it was alright. It, it was fine. Yeah, but like I was alright. Uh, and then when they added the the battle royale thing, everyone was yeah like, mm. uh, <laughs> and then like uh, Blue Hole threatening to sue and all this kind of shit. Yeah, they were unhappy, them? weren't they? Yeah. No. They issued like a press statement, didn't they, yep. saying. Didn't, they didn't mention it by name, did they? They just kind of had a dig, didn't they? I think they totally did. Did they? they oh, no, they brought out a press release recently where they were like, the original, the best Battle Royale, yeah, that's right, cunts. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. It was quite clever, I suppose, or fortunate, whatever way you look at it, that Fortnite released on PS4 mm-hmm. when it didn't have PUBG to contend with. True. Yeah, yeah. So it was, and I, I mean, still, no. Mm. Um, that's... Yeah, it was. Uh, it was the only, if you wanted a battle royale game, that was what the you only played. one in town. Yeah. Uh, however, right, what what I find 
interesting is that PUBG is now trying to take yeah. a page out of Fortnite's book because yeah. Fortnite recently launched on iOS. And I think for the most part, I mean, I'm totally, this is purely, <laughs> I think I've seen this. I'm, just, I'm sure people are saying that it's good. I think it's meant is to be an all right port. People are playing mm, it. Maybe I should edit yeah. that part out because I can't remember, but I'm pretty sure I've seen that. But PUBG is also mm-hmm. uh, on mobiles as of now. Yeah. Um, it came to China about two months ago. Uh, on on mobile and it launched with like the most ridiculous launch trailer ever. It was just looked like a Michael Bay film, and it was just already. It didn't look like PUBG really. Yeah, right. Um. But apparently, the iOS and Android port of PUBG is meant to be quite good as well, mm. and the UI I think has been tweaked to, um, to play to play better on um to play, or to play well. You can't on, play on these iOS. games with a touchscreen interface, can you? I mean, I, would, I, I wouldn't think so, but I, like, I, I don't know. I haven't played it. Um, but yeah, just I would hazard a guess that to play it using the virtual mm. on-screen buttons would be a bit awkward. Horrible, yeah. But yeah, I just, you know, the two biggest games in the world at the minute. Mm. And both of them, like even PUBG announced that last week or something, uh, that their next map is going to be, it's a, bit, a lot smaller, it's very similar to Fortnite. <laughs> So they yeah. just, you know, yeah, it's they're interesting. Kind of, they're, it's, yeah, it is interesting. Kind they're, they're reacting to each other. Creative kind of pool mm. that do they draw from. Yeah. Do you know what isn't interesting? <laughs> Go on. <laughs> I'm always up for something that isn't interesting. Please tell. Crew Two has a release date. <gasps> no, I just about that. I just <laughs> yeah. because I don't really. I can't. I can't remember the crew. Uh, that, well, like I remember, yeah. I remember it because it was the car game that had towers, which was yeah. brilliant. Yeah. Uh, but you didn't have to drive up the tower, which I it upset me. You just yeah. drove to the tower and, yeah, and pressed and, the button. Yeah. Exactly, that was it. Yeah. But I, 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 yeah, I genuinely I can't remember if what the crew was like. I think I remember it being all right. You drove, you drove across like a condensed yeah. America, 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 wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. It was, it was, it was decent. I seen remember It was okay upon release, but it was. I'd, issues and Ubisoft to be fair to them they supported it very well and they even brought out that um, massive visual update to make it look a hell of a lot better than it did oh I think I remember that now that you yeah. say that yeah yeah, yeah. yeah that, that was a big um, a big thing and they, they supported it pretty well with DLC and stuff mm. and yeah but the sequel's got boats and planes and shit hang on you played the crew as I did at E3 I was yeah. waiting for a moment I played the crew too it see they they seem to have gone like a bit more fun with it, so you can like image you could like what I played. You could be a car, and then you could just turn your car into a plane, <laughs> and then be flying. Is there any explanation for that? No, it's just like this, just is, because... this is cool and fun to do. So why not? Uh, and then you could be flying above like the fucking New York, and then turn into a car and dive bomb the financial district and just keep driving and then turn into a boat over water and stuff as well. You know, D- did that turn you into, not necessarily a fan as such, but maybe a, a, an interested Yeah, I, I think it's cool because like, it's cool to, to do shit like that. It's cool to like just be like, you know what? This is fun. We're mm. going to make it fun, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, but yeah, it, it got quite a big was it a delay? Was the crew one that got delayed, or did they just push? Yeah, I think it might have been. Yeah, yeah. 
But um, they could have explained the vehicle swapping by doing the driver San Francisco thing. Your character's in a coma and you can float float around going into That's different the, vehicles. It's the best in the world, isn't it? <laughs> so good. It was, I, sh- I should say, I don't great. think I actually said the date. The 29th of June is when the yeah. Crew 2 <clears throat> launches. Mm. Um, do you know... Hmm, how do I... Launches. So... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you can go into the, this next story. Do you know what <laughs> Luigi does with his penis? He <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> he launches... <laughs> Where? He launches it into the air when he's playing tennis. Okay. Apparently. I don't know. Well, like, not <laughs> attached to himself or like what, what? Um listen, it's not my finest hour, I won't lie. <laughs> Look, but I've, I've always wondered in, is with this one. How big it is when flaccid. I would love to know that. Well, thankfully, <laughs> a group of interested people in uh, Mario Tennis Aces they saw that Nintendo had released a still of the game with Luigi in his tennis get-up. Uh, I think he was on the backswing. <laughs> and yeah. his penis... Well, What was he swinging? He was. He had his, he had his shorts on. And He's there got was, tennis shorts on and there is a definite there, bulge. There is a bit of a bulge there. Like, right? not, it, like it can't have been done yeah. by mistake. Whoever rendered that picture was like, let's, let's put his crotch on. I have two questions. Like, well, I mean... Yeah, I would imagine. Like, what else do you think he has there? So, yeah, it's, it's going to be a bulge. But, but why? But oh, no one. Wh- like, wh- this is the thing. No one would have commented on its absence because it's Luigi. Yeah. But the fact that someone put in a bulge, then that character's been drawn for years. Sent people a into into a frenzy in different directions because some people were just upset that it existed. Uh, this is like the nipple. It's like Nipplegate, exactly like Mario's nipples. It's like yeah. Nipplegate all over again. And uh, and then on Tumblr, um, people were actually very pleased that Luigi. They were celebrating him having pleased. a penis. What? And uh, someone used algebra, so they worked out like right. the size of a standard tennis racket, such as he was using, and then from that <laughs> what extrapolated. Is what is wrong with these people? Extrapolated from that, so this is how big it is in the picture, so relative to that, and then they they Do worked people, out. People the, have too much possible. time on their hands. Mm-hmm. I. Th- why not? I think so, this is really funny. Three point seven inches wow. is what Luigi's penis is when flaccid. He dresses on the right, doesn't he as well? Which <laughs> yeah, is, yeah, yeah. Which is three point or sorry, the average is three point six one yeah. when Ooh. flaccid. Oh, well done, but Luigi. The, the per- <laughs> <laughs> well done, Luigi. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, oh, good well for done. you. Good for you. <laughs> Well, the person who calculated it did point out that actually, it's, you know, this is only based on one possible interpretation right. of where the penis was lying within the bulge that you can mm. see outside mm-hmm. his pants. Yeah. And uh, doesn't account for any, whether it might have been like semi flaccid or like, you know. <laughs> He's really yeah, how much he likes tennis. Yeah. <laughs> like, Look, I'm just insanely jealous. And also, <laughs> either way, like, that doesn't have any bearing on, on how big Luigi's penis would be if erect. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but either way, some very good science done by all those yeah. people involved. <laughs> well well, so well done, done, everybody. <laughs> On to what we've been playing this week. And I would be lying if I said I was playing Yakuza 6, the song of life this week, because I played it ages ago. Mm-hmm. Because we got sent code, then it got delayed, yep. but the embargo didn't change. Yep. Now, I, just on a little side note, I'm not sure if that was the cleverest of moves. Because I wonder, by the time Yakuza 6 actually does come out, 
will there be much buzz around it because it's yeah. coming out at a time at quite a competitive time I should say like with God of War yeah, a month true. since the review a month mm. yeah. it's a long time but I think the people that because it's already out in Japan so there'll be a lot right. of people that were buzzing about it that will still be buzzing about it mm. ah, yeah 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 um, and they should be because it's a great game yeah uh, I have been a it's ever like you know since day dot, I have just been such a firm supporter of Yaku- the Yakuza series, obviously mm-hmm. enough, which has given me the moniker of uh, the world's foremost <laughs> authority course, yeah. on the Yakuza series. Yeah. We're so lucky that you work here as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So who better to, <laughs> to play Christ? I don't know how much of it did I play? 40, 50 odd hours of Yakuza 6, The Song of mm-hmm. Life. Now, you don't have to play that much, but I, having the time as well, yeah. really kind of went in deep on all the side modes and stuff because the story is probably a little bit shorter if I'm to compare to Zero. Okay. Yeah, a little, little bit mm. because this is the first Yakuza mainline game with one protagonist, oh, I don't know, in a while, basically. Right. yeah. Because, um, yeah, Zero had two, five had three or four, four had three or four. Mm. So, yeah, it's been a while, but th- that's because they want to focus on Kazuma Kiru. Yeah, this is his swan song. He's out the door, never to return. Eh, who no. knows, right? Um, the story itself is. Uh, I I feel like I feel like whilst discussing this game, I will constantly be saying it's not quite as good as you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, with almost everything, but the story is not quite as good as zero. Mm. It's still enjoyable and still had me up until the end like there's a couple of new characters that are quite good uh, the Hirose family um, Nagamo especially Yuta's good like and all these characters I can see them being utilised quite well maybe in future um, uh, future Yakuza games as well mm-hmm. maybe perhaps um, but with this being Kiru's last game I'd, I think I would have liked a more involved role from some of the stalwarts in the series yeah. maybe uh, there are some but still it, it, I don't know I just didn't maybe feel like it was wrapped up enough right perhaps <laughs> but still yeah enjoyable as is the world of Yakuza which Camarucho do you know mm-hmm. same old song and dance yep. it's yep. Uh, around Tokyo bright lights and busy streets and whatnot. bright lights big city mm-hmm. however <laughs> Anamichi is the new uh, the, the other new location in Yakuza 6 which is this fishing fishing village mm-hmm. in Hiroshima that is just really nice and just has a nice atmosphere about it that's different to Kamarucho it's still yeah. quite you know you can get into fights with menacing men and thugs and sure. all that but it's still I, I, I don't know it, it is a bit different I should say about Kamarucho as well actually that the city so there's one little snag with that the city is as it always is. However, there's a northern part of the city that has been cut off. Uh, there are guys in construction, like a high-vis vest and hard hat, behind barriers that when you go up to them, they'll just say, oh, we're, we're doing work here, yeah. Uh, we'll talk to you later. I don't know, will that be resolved with DLC or what? But it wasn't resolved in the game. You, you never get access to that. It's not a, GTA, huh. it's not a GTA thing with the bridge. Huh. Huh. You never get access to that. Um, I don't know, is that, say, well, if we want to put in Onimichi, we're going to have to cut out some of Camarucho. 
Perhaps, maybe, but maybe. It, it felt it just felt like a weird explanation to just have mm. a couple of lads in hard hats behind fences. Yeah. But um yeah, the 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 combat itself is it's it's a good fun brawler mm-hmm. uh, as the Yakuza games are. However, the and I wasn't a major fan of this. All the uh, the different battle styles from Yakuza Zero have been melded into one, which is a bit more dynamic. So you 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 don't uh, switch between battle styles. Yeah. So I suppose maybe it's a bit more fluid that way, but. I like the variation and I like the fact that each battle style again just taking zero because it's the last one like I like the fact that each battle style feels quite distinct Yeah. whereas here it feels like you maybe you just keep doing the same thing over and over right uh but at the same time, you can run away from fights, Rich. Well, that's which good. Which is fucking brilliant. And when I play like I found this out when I was played the preview whenever that was and that was just a genuine genuine joy because uh, yeah, in in older games, you once you got into a, a fight, just a random encounter, that was you. You had to you had to finish that. Yeah. And if you were like, oh, I was on my way to this mission marker or mm. this mini game or whatever, this other attraction that I wanted to get to, you had to have that fight. Whereas here, get into a fight, not just run past. Just mm. go. I don't. I don't want to deal with you, lads. All right, <laughs> I'm moving on. <laughs> Which is just a real joy, and like the fights feel a bit more dynamic as well. There isn't this weird crowd that. That pops up around you cheering cheering yeah. you on yeah. going yes punch the man punch <laughs> yeah. him like they, they're nowhere to be seen so the fight can start in one area and mm. end in another area again making you feel a bit more dynamic so there are mm. pros and cons to it yeah. I suppose there's a lot a lot of new mini games as well are quite good uh, there's the spear fishing mm-hmm. which I really enjoy which is the like light gun time crisis-y type thing right there is the what else is new the the baseball management sim which I don't know I don't know about you <laughs> Rich I don't know about you Alice but I don't know an awful lot about baseball I, I know I, fuck no, all not, no. but yeah. shit rounders it, it's, yeah, yeah. it's still it's it's enjoyable uh, as mm. are the the pub conversations they're okay yeah. uh, there's a new pub in Anamichi that you go and you chat to the locals you kind of solve their problems uh, Alice, we played on a live stream. You oh, saw it. Yeah. It's basically uh, you just you agree with what they say, which is kind of like real life. Agree with what they say, <laughs> and they'll yeah, be your sure. friend. Mm, That's mm-hmm. what it is. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Uh, and just be interested in their their conversation, yeah. and you'll succeed in that. Uh, there is one new mini game called Live Chat. Right. However, which feels a little bit out of place. Oh, is that the text messaging thing? That's the cam girls. So that's the... Oh, the ca- oh right, okay. Yeah. Have you seen that? No. So, uh, yeah, you... There's um, quick time events. You press the face buttons in the right order in mm-hmm. the allotted time and the girl will take off her clothes. Okay. However, right, the girl is a real girl, not... It's it's an actual real-life woman and not a computer-generated woman. Weird. Yes, which does feel a little bit weird. It's... Like I said this in the review... Um, it, it, I, I don't know. It, it jumps between feeling quite carry on, yeah. and then a little bit seedy. There's a total nudity. No, no, it's, it's not. It's not total nudity, right? But I don't know. It's just still feels a bit icky because Kiru is. It doesn't fit with his character. Yeah. If this was, like, I, I'm not, like, within the confines of the story and the world. If this is maybe like Trevor from GTA came to my head, right? Yeah. Like 
then that maybe fits his character. Yeah. But Kiru, he's not. He mm. is quite sexless, I would say. Um, like uh, maybe uh, Yakuza. Like you're playing. Well, we'll talk Co- about that in a minute because yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't want to jump the gun because yeah, I yeah, obviously sure. have a great segue. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. There's something about it that just doesn't really sit right. Well, I found mm. was kind of the weird thing is that they are because they're live action. They're not. Like I said before on the stream, like they're not computer generated ladies. Uh, And because they are just live action girls, it just feels very obviously like the developer, like, here you go, lads, have a wank. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. As you're playing our game. I'd love it if that was the creative meeting. (laughs) So, how are we going to get our players to have have a wank? wank? Live action girls, clearly. (laughs) (laughs) Give that man a raise. (laughs) Because there's no other reason that. They would have to be live action. I mean, like, because you just put, they could have just put in, like, uh, computer model girls, and some people would still have had a wang. So, <laughs> <laughs> one thing they have put in is computer modeled wrestlers, but not in a wrestling game. Right. In a mini game called the Clan Creator, which um. is this uh, real time strategy game that, uh, yeah, so you, as Kiru, you, um, you go around recruiting people to join your Kiru clan to take mm-hmm. down this massive gang called Justice that is just causing havoc to people in Kamarucho and Anamichi. Right. And the six lunatics of Justice are like the six bosses and they're all New Japan Pro Wrestling Pro Wrestlers. Oh, really? Yes. Wow, that's cool. Which I quite enjoyed mm. because I quite enjoy New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yeah. But I'd be interested... Uh, like for instance if Alice or um, Rich played it to see if you would be as interested in it because mm. I know these personalities right because the game itself the clan creator um, the the strategy game aspect of it is oh, it's quite nothingy it's, it's right. fine it's fine yeah. do you know it, it does the job but I don't know if if I was maybe paying money for this mm. I don't know if I'd and I didn't give a shit about uh, the wrestlers. I don't know if I'd given much of my time. Apparently they're adding an improved clan creator to Kiwami 2 when that comes out over here. Is that true? Oh. Apparently so. Hmm. Mm. Speaking of Kiwami. Rich Walker. <laughs> yeah. My darling yeah. dear. You Stole are, your segue. You are starting. Uh, <laughs> I popped my Yakuza cherry over the weekend. Yes. Yeah. With Yakuza Kiwami. I'd had the steelbook on my shelf for ages. I don't know why I never got around to playing it sooner, but I'm glad I did because it's great. And Colm, I should have listened to you. You are the foremost expert on all things Yakuza. Yes, and I should exactly. I should have listened. But I've already ordered a copy of Zero now because um, I'm... Fucking hell, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. got a tux in you. Yeah, absolutely. I played for about six, seven hours over the weekend when I could sort of snatch a few hours with it. And I'm, yeah, I'm smitten. I'm well into it. It's it's great. What What is it about it that is... Um, is it the story? The sto- like the story yeah. in Quam is good, and yeah. like, but see, I don't know. Anyway, you'll play to zero, so I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah, well, I've got to the underground bit. That's not giving away too much, is it? No, 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 no. With a, a shrunken down Big Show fighting yep. him. Yeah, um, that's tricky. Some of the combat I found quite hard. Um, like, there's a bit where you face a doorman in a purple suit and that's when I got really stuck and the game said do you want to put it to easy temporarily I was like no and I went back and I was like I actually I actually cannot do this so I had to uh, hang my head in shame and uh, roll it back to easy for a little bit 
Um, but what I realised, I hadn't taken any healing items and stuff with oh, me. I learned the hard it's... way that you uh, you need to prepare. You do fights. indeed. You do indeed. Yeah. But you you are enjoying it. Yeah, it's great. It's really good. You know, there's some frustrations, like the um, targeting's a bit off. Like you get hit in the back of the head a lot, even mm-hmm. though if, if even if you're holding R1, he doesn't sort of turn to face his enemy that often. A um, few tricky boss battles where their health bars are huge and then they go into this state where they replenish their health a bit and you're like, no, come mm. on. Um, but yeah, apart from that, yeah, it's really, really fun. The story's great and characters are cool. Kiryu's um sympathetic character, mm-hmm. likeable guy, you know. So yeah, it's good. That's good to hear. We will we yeah. check in as you yeah, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. see how you get on with your Yakuza experience. Yeah, yeah, but I'm in. Uh, but but he he is, you know, Kiru, he's, he's a caring yeah. caring guy. <laughs> yeah. Good good lad. No facial hair. No. However. Or indeed facial makeup or yeah. None ashen, of that. ashen complexion of any kind. <laughs> you give him so much help. One man, <laughs> I, I just that, leave him. One man that does have all those things is Kratos, who is back in God of War. Yeah, back and dadder than ever. Alice Bell, you haven't played all of God of mm. War. You have played three, four hours of God of War. Two, two and a half, three, maybe. <clears throat> and is that between is that, two and three? <laughs> and it is is that from the very beginning? From of the, the game? very beginning of the game, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I know you can't talk about certain things. I can't talk about the bit that I liked the most. That's a shame. Which is a shame, but there, <laughs> there are some really cool bits in, in the stuff that I played. Um, yeah, it's, it was really good what I played. Uh, it was a preview event, really enjoyed it. Um, it's it's quite a different God of War, but also feels familiar at the same mm. time because he is a dad. He's trying to be you know emotional and caring and what have you. And uh, look after his son, Atreus, who's maybe 11-ish uh, years old. And um, uh, uh, so he, there's this kind of emotional complexity to God of War that you haven't had before. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, you can still absolutely fucking beat the shit out of enemies and tear it's their heads off and yeah. <laughs> stamp on them. And there are big, <laughs> giant, huge fucking monsters to fight mm-hmm. and all this kind of stuff. So, and, you know, proper big earth-shattering ridiculous fights too so where were you before you played any of the god of war like where where were you with the the ps4 game just i was looking forward to 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 it to see how it changed because it looked radically different from Mm -hmm. previous god of wars in terms of tone has this just like ramped up your interest yes absolutely by miles, uh, I think it's it was weird because like the first, <laughs> so the, the the bit we played like was really good, but uh, like a lot happened in like the first bit. It's a very good opening, but fucking out like a lot happened. There was a lot of like the, the establishing the characters, and then also like immediately like establishing the relationship between uh, Kartos and his son, and then sort of that evolving a bit, and them having like several kind of moments where they were talking and all this kind of stuff. Um, so it was a very dense kind of opening two and a half hours and I don't know if my concern is basically they'll front load it and back load it and then maybe the middle will be a bit flabby a bit boring mm. um, but having said that if if they can kind of pace it evenly then I think it's going to be very good mm-hmm. um, the axe looks cool the, well. the boomer axe is fucking well good so he's has, he hasn't got swords anymore it's a Norse kind of setting so he's got his only weapon 
yeah, it's got one oh, way you can punch okay. people as well. That's the thing. So oh, you it's can, just um, fists, weapons, also. Right? Yeah, exactly. But yeah. but the axe is is it's quite a, like as Anna's called it. It's a boomer axe. You can do a lot with it. It's but really cool. Is it a substitute for the blades of chaos? Because those were fucking awesome swinging so with, those things around. So the boomer axe, you can throw it. So yeah. you solve puzzles with it as well. Okay. Uh, you can throw it, and then so you th- you can throw it at an enemy. Mm. And then it will just fly off somewhere and then you can call it back and it will hit three other guys on the way back and shit. Like you can do really cool stuff with it. The first time you do it and it like twats a guy in the back of the head, you're like, okay, this is really cool. Um, uh, And then, yeah, you can switch to your fists. You can, Mm -hmm. I didn't get to do like a lot of it because by the time I figured out that you you could, it was kind of the end. But um, you can kind of hit someone into the air with the axe and then mm. switch your fists to fucking shield you've got a shield as well to like smash right, yeah. it with that and then back to the axe to hammer the down so there's loads of cool stuff you can do and Atreus helps you as well Atreus has a bow and arrow so he can draw mm-hmm. aggro and yeah. kind of watch it back and he'll shout like because the camera's a lot tighter in on Kratos than it right. has been in previous entries in the series mm-hmm. so the guys can you know enemies can sneak up on you or like someone might be throwing a projectile at you right. and Atreus will yell like watch out behind you and can, can Atreus mm. actually deal damage or does he just yes. distract okay can he, he deal actually damage. finish an enemy though uh, I didn't see him right. do that but he could deal damage and his arrows uh, also build up uh, stun on enemies so then you can if you get an enemy stunned you mm. can then finish them in one big giant smashy move nice. and, and yeah. is some of that player um like I, I, as the player, do you call Atreus? Yes. So you can uh, press a button to ask him to shoot at a particular person or just the one nearest to him. So there's AI and there's sort of manual control of it as well, which is good. So you can basically drill into the combat as much as you want. But there's loads. There's more complexity in like uh, there's weapon slots on the uh, axe. Um, mm-hmm. So you can put runes in there—a heavy rune attack and a light rune attack. Uh, there are armor slots, and there's three armor slots on uh, right. on your boy Kratos. <laughs> uh, and Atreus has armor and weapon slots as well, so you can upgrade oh. his bow. And there's loads of that going on. There's a skill tree, so you can get new uh, attacks and and make your attacks do different things. So there's loads going on with the combat, and then yeah. the world as well. It's re- it looks really lovely. And it's very kind of bleak and it feels like a quite a, a difficult life that they lead in this kind of hand-built shack in the woods that has a fucking hole in the roof and like and it's really cold yeah and and kind of there are wolves and it's just kind of a shitty but like that was their life and you know mm. uh, and the the framing narrative is they're, they're traveling to the top of the mountain and Atreus is like I'm totally ready dad and Chris is like you're not ready you're gonna like fucking flip out <laughs> and uh and they have this kind of nice, like, he's sort of almost teenage and, and also, like, Kratos kind of doesn't know how to be a dad, really, because mm. you get the impression that he was not the, the main parent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the world is, like, it's not really an open world, but it, it's got, like, some branching different areas that you can explore, so you get rewarded <laughs> for exploring right. as well. And it kind of successfully gives the illusion that it is a bigger world mm-hmm. than so what a, you can explore so there's an aspect of linearity to it then there is so like there you have to follow the story and there are right. certain enemies you have to kill kind of thing yeah. but you can also find different areas that have uh collectibles uh 
that you can then sell if you get a full like uh in the first area around their house uh you find like some toys that used to belong to atreus kind of scattered around he's like oh i lost these if we get all of them they might be worth something if you find all of them you can sell them mm. um that kind of thing right uh but also you might find um a boss like a side right. boss okay kind of thing and cool. does, does that just yeah what, what do you get from that uh you get xp which is one of the currencies you use to get get new stuff uh, and you also get money and you, there are also some uh, collectibles that like tell stories about Norse mythology that you can find these lovely ornate painted kind of wooden boards uh, there are some I can't remember what they're called but you, if you find like a special kind of burial thing you can find these things that increase your health if you get enough of them mm-hmm. um, so it is and, and also you get like nice kind of new areas to look at it's quite a nice kind of depressing sort of world if that makes sense like it's it's sort of a bit kind of ruined and a bit you know the end of things sort of thing mm-hmm. um so i'm very excited to see it. i do i've said to yeah. them i find it very funny that as because cory barlog was like you know we we were in our college years when we made the mm. other god of war and, that, and now he's got like kid and stuff yeah, and like, yeah. i just find it really funny that as the the game devs get middle-aged and have children <laughs> so too do their protagonists <laughs> yeah don't think they'd be impressed with you calling them middle-aged, but yes, as as, uh, as they have kids. Because when you have kids, you know, you got to be mindful of that. Like Bayek, who has stroke had a child. He did, yeah. Who yeah. knows? You know, mm. base boy, who, don't know. Rich Walker, <laughs> yes. you played the latest Assassin's Creed mm. Origins DLC. Yeah, I should add that I haven't finished it yet because it's quite hefty. This isn't, mm. so this isn't the... Um, <clears throat> hidden well, ones. The, 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 yeah, the one like walk around nah. Egypt one. No, the Discovery Tour. No, this is um, the, I think it's the final DLC with the season pass, maybe. Um, I think. I think maybe. So. The Curse of the Pharaohs is sort of one where they have a bit of fun and play with the mythology yeah. and stuff. So, um, you know, like in the main game, you have the Falakis popping up. The lads that hunt you down. Exactly. In this, you've got um, undead pharaohs. Oh, that's cool. Come up out the ground at random intervals. Oh, so, is this the undead nightmare of Assassin's Creed Origins? Kind of, yeah, pretty much. Do you go to Thebes? Is this you, you do, yeah. Thebes, you start yeah. in Thebes. Uh, you go to Luxor, uh, the Car- Temple of Karnak, and all those kind of places. Ooh. So, it's really, really cool. Great location and stuff. And the story's pretty good. I think they treat it like it's canon as well. It's not like a oh, really? kind of fantastical kind of offshoot it's like it's treated like you know this is is, a continuation um which is weird but it kind of works because it doesn't go sort of too crazy with the supernatural stuff at least not as far as i've seen so far apart from the undead pharaohs you know materializing out of the ground and uh yeah and you can uh visit the afterlife as well which is really weird so there's certain temples guarded by mummies and if you vanquish the mummies, which is pretty easy to do, you get to cr- go through this little, you know, when he sort of sashays through a crack, mm-hmm. uh, he goes through these Bridge little... did a nice little sashay Yeah, I did a little sashay move. Yeah. When you go through like a, a tight space, it, it kind of opens up into this big afterlifey area. And uh, it's really weird. They're kind of surreal. Like one of them has this giant glowing sort of orb in the sky not the sun but it looks <laughs> yeah, I'm, not, I'm not that stupid but it's um, kind of yeah it's kind of a weird sort of surreal kind of dreamlike zone like there's one that's entirely reeds like the field of reeds that he talks oh, yeah. about but there's just boats going through it even though it's not like water so it's it's kind of hmm. yeah that's cool strange our mummy's very flammable 
yes, there's an achievement actually for a uh, trophy. For, I would have uh, thought they'd fucking go up like a light, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get Shit. your flame arrows out. I went to uh, the uh, British Museum and held a bit of mummy wrapping. Oh, really? Because at weekends they have like touch history little bits. Are you sure it wasn't toilet paper that they were saying? No, it was <laughs> real. She was like, it's 3,000 years old. But wouldn't old. it, it perish linen. if it gets touched by well, loads of people? Well, I guess they have like, a few bits of it. Yeah. About. Have they put? We can afford to have that one for some yeah. twat was wrapped in it. Fuck it. <laughs> I got told off at the uh, New York Met for touching a sarcophagus because I was like, "Wow, this is thousands of years old. This is mate." And I'm t- and the <laughs> the woman there was like, "Don't touch." I was like, "Sorry." <laughs> Why did you touch it? I don't know. I just I just found you, it you fascinating. Felt I just to... felt it's like because it's like this is thousands years thousands of years old and I can touch just it touch it. it. Uh, uh, no, it turns out you can't touch it. <laughs> don't don't touch the stuff. <laughs> oh my god! You were almost a jill sandwich. It's me, Mario. Would you kindly let's go bowling? This is my favorite store on the Citadel. War never changes. Every week on the Video Gamer Podcast, I test the gaming knowledge of my colleagues with a simple game called Who Am I? I'll give five clues to the identity of a video game character, and you, Alice Bell, and you, Rich Walker, must give me the correct answer. All you have to do is say stop, and then give me said answer. Clue number one. I want to win this one. Just just saying. (laughs) My first appearance in a video game came in 2014. 2014. Okay. Clue number two. I was born in Northern Ireland, but made a name for myself in Chicago, Illinois. Stop. Alice Bell. Aiden Pierce. And this week's what? winner. <laughs> what? Oh, but was he born in? Is Alice Bell. I didn't know that bit of trivia. Who the fuck knows that bit of trivia? <laughs> it was <laughs> Chicago, Illinois, wasn't it? That I put did that it. in to throw you off. Did you see my page? <laughs> no, I didn't. Do you know why? It's because because the article that I got you to prove today, I was you looking up, up characters. characters. From my oh. <laughs> and one of them was Aiden Pierce. I was like, fuck off. He's not Irish. That's not fair. <laughs> well. <laughs> fucking hell bravo yeah because I was going this would be a bit of a red herring they'll yeah. try, and, try and think yeah. of Irish characters okay well to go through them uh, clue number one my first appearance in video game came in 2014 of course Watch Dogs yeah. clue number two I was born in Northern Ireland but made a name for myself in Chicago, Illinois I mean who the fuck knows that uh, clue number three I had a cameo in my series only sequel but nothing more uh, clue number four my game shipped over 10 million copies and was the most successful launch of a new intellectual property in the United Kingdom at oh, the time yeah. and yet everyone hated it yeah but I, I liked it uh, and clue number five I am one of the finest hackers around and by god I have a very iconic baseball cap of course it's Aiden Pierce. Oh, well done man, I had no chance really that gonna... was very serendipitous then wasn't creeping it? up that mm. two person table <laughs> <laughs> questions comments queries I had an idea for Favors. this bit. Yeah, go on. I thought it'd be quite pithy. Go on, yeah. You say questions, we got answers. That's it. Yeah, right. but you see, the thing no? is that they're not just questions. I, I try and, I try and. It's very right. broad. I, I yeah. Right. I ask the people as well to send in their opinions questions, or queries, opinions. We'll you, an, we'll answer them all. Them, we'll, we'll, we'll address them and answer them. Well done. I'm <laughs> to glad to the that best was, of our ability. That was a new one. That was a kind of a group effort. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, enjoy, I enjoyed that. Uh, so, our yeah, you if you would like to. 
um, send in your questions to the Video Gamer podcast. Mm. You can either reply to the tweet that we send out every Tuesday prior to us recording the podcast, or you can email us podcast at videogamer.com. Oh, oh, just as we start doing this, actually, can I say hello to the nice man who uh, I met when I was very drunk at the St. Patrick's Day party this weekend <laughs> who came up to me and said, You are a video gamer because it's my favorite podcast. I'm very oh, sorry because I can't remember nice. your name right now. But it's very, I was also quite drunk at the time. Uh, but that was very kind. It was really funny as well because I was Johnny Chiodini from Eurogamer and I was like, this is Johnny Chiodini from Eurogamer. <laughs> and he went, oh yeah, my mate likes that. <laughs> I just like Video Gamer. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. It was very lovely. Thank you. Yeah. Mr. Main. Um, so our first... Uh, our first um, correspondence comes from Danny who emailed us hello first of all big fan of the podcast it's my favourite video gaming one to listen to so top marks to you guys for that anyways my question is and this is a fucking banging question what was your first opinion of each other when you first met or if that question is a bit rubbish it's not then instead what is your favourite mechanic or idea from game that you otherwise absolutely hate for example I was really disappointed in Final Fantasy 15 as a whole but the summon animations were absolutely stunning and I loved them even if the rest of the game was trash IMO anyways keep up the good work love you lots Danny P.S. any chance you can make your D&D YouTube series a podcast so I can listen to it at work thanks Danny I'm going to take these in reverse order the the our um D &D youtube series which is called dice bandits which you can watch on youtube it's so the idea of turning it into a podcast out of our hands and in the hands of the tech team so so we are trying to make it happen yes yeah exactly so that's that one um what was your first opinion of each other Oh, we're not going with the mechanic you hate. All oh, right, okay, okay. We'll go with the <laughs> I okay, can't think you, of one, you, actually. But, uh, I, I obviously <laughs> thought that Kingdom Come Deliverance was a pile of janky, broken shit, but I did really like the uh, apothecary alchemy nonsense in it where you had to like follow a recipe, but first you had to learn to read and all that shit. I thought it was yes. quite good. Okay, no. Yeah, I can't think of anything, sorry. Opinion <laughs> of each other when you first miss. I'm not going well, <laughs> until you guys, you guys go first. <laughs> so, I like, we'd already sort of talked about punk music we liked and stuff over Twitter before we met I think who are you talking to you yeah. I'm looking at you I know but they don't <laughs> oh, know oh they us. don't know sorry <laughs> Carl yeah. uh, and then when you came in for your interview I was like ah I'll give you a hug mm-hmm. uh, and then when you got the job and came to start uh, work I gave you a hug as well which rankled someone else and uh, <laughs> I think we got on pretty well pretty quickly right uh, yeah I I hope I hope well, so. But, but, but you have given like like what was your first opinion? I don't Were know because like, it would it be who's, who's from this prick or? would it be from when like because because I, I was like oh he's got good taste in music and I I watched um the uh fact football as well so I was like it's really funny so like, you were those were the very first impressions. <laughs> uh, Alright, <laughs> I mean it's, it seems like a non-committal answer, but okay. Well, what do you want me to say? <laughs> um, uh, my first opinion of you, Alispel was hmm I, th- I thought you were ju- I'll say welcoming is what I'd say <laughs> I thought you were very you were very welcoming to w- to me when I came in oh that's good because it's always tough being the new kid at school mm. and yeah I, I thought you were just yeah you were you were quite good and quite at a time uh, when <laughs> <laughs> everything was going tits up <laughs> <laughs> there was a bit yeah. of there, it was it was a bit um, I don't know what I say tits up Alice I, I would say maybe there was a bit the of un- unrest the tits started turning mm. <laughs> uh, there was a bit of unrest so you were yeah, yeah. You, you were just 
welcoming. Honestly. I just remember that you're very funny. Thank you. And very, you're, you're, I think you're quite a gregarious person. Like you are, you are quite friendly, and I think you make a good impression on people. Thank you. Now I feel I feel like we're leaving this little one out in the cold. <laughs> so, Rich Walker. Um, who shall I? Who shall I, who shall I do first? Well, I'm just um, trying to think. Well, save save Callum to last because obviously you guys oh, have a, all right. a special relationship. Yeah, sure. Um, well, Alice, I'd seen you around at events and stuff. Mm. And I thought you were slightly scary. <laughs> 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 I wasn't sure sure what to make of you. Was it the hair? Uh, I don't know what it was. I think you just you looked kind of angry <laughs> and I was worried that yeah worried about sort of approaching and talking to you so I never did but and there we go I'm sorry but oh uh, my so god someone's, someone's and now I've wow. since I've since learned that you're a very lovely out. approachable someone's person taking their honest so my Alice Bell your rebuttal please um I so I the first time that I think we probably met was um when we came to this office first time to meet you mm-hmm. all and I think I remember thinking you were quite quiet because you were just working <laughs> yeah um and it, it did take a while to realize how funny you are because oh, you're very it's nice you're very dry and and even to this day still sometimes I will not get that you're joking when you make a joke yeah I've got to work on that <laughs> uh. Fine. There you go. <laughs> and then, Colum, I saw you at a Pez thing mm-hmm. the first time I met you, and you got, <laughs> you got yourself into a bit of a state. Is that yeah. when you got absolutely I was fucking, fucking <laughs> destroyed? And it was an interesting tube journey home. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, you had a day yeah, yeah. yeah. Um So, my first impression. <laughs> My first impression of Rich is kind of clouded yeah. because I was. Very drunk. Yeah. Very wildly, wildly yeah. drunk. You were. Oh yeah, yeah um, I've heard. Yeah, I heard the story. So, so like, uh, I, but yeah, when I had kind of pieced together mm. in my head, I was like, "Ah, oh, Rich, he was, he was very kind, kind now yeah. to to look after me and make sure <laughs> I was to all take right." A, yeah. An adult man. He'd just met. Listen, you know these things happen. Yeah. I, I'd like to think if I. Met, had just met an adult man mm-hmm. he needs to be taken home I would do oh, the same and we had a good chat before you were intoxicated yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty good yeah, yeah. So, so it's uh, yeah. and our love has only blossomed from there so yeah. you know there if, you we, if we did our opinions of each other now I mean yeah. Jesus <laughs> yeah. Christ uh, uh, David Ayers asks best Macaulay Culkin movie it's Richie Rich it's not Richie Rich it's, it's Home Alone, alone. Hands it is home alone, isn't it? Yeah, yeah sorry, David. That's you're wrong. One. Yeah, I just I, I feel like uh, we kind of we go, go through a few kind of <laughs> rapid fire questions. Uh, Jonathan Wright asks, "What is your favourite weird sandwich filling? Mine is peanut butter and cheese. That Yum. is filth. That is disgusting. I don't know, but weird. I don't know. Oh, uh, when I was a kid, I used to have cottage cheese in sandwich, which is just a big That's tasteless mush of nothing. Yeah, <laughs> mm. yeah. Um, I don't really think I have weird sandwiches. Uh, no, I'd I've been told that my cheese and ketchup is weird, but I don't think it is. It's a bit cold. I feel like you yeah. need ketchup with a warm. But I've heard of weird sandwich fillings. Mm-hmm. I heard of someone who had cucumber and jam. Well, See, it's that kind of stuff. Up. It's like, yeah. what are you doing? What are you trying to prove exactly. here? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you're just being <laughs> willfully provocative yeah. in your sandwich choices. <laughs> <laughs> it's just weird for weird sake, yeah. though. Like cucumber and jam. Yeah, it's fucking messed up. Cop on, like, disgusting. You know, <laughs> um, duh, duh, duh. 
James asks, what are some potential upcoming hidden gems for 2018? Uh, they're so well hidden, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this. Oh, I'm going to get the I'm going to get the names of the two of these games wrong. Mm-hmm. But it's either is it the Garden Secret or the Secret Garden? Oh yeah, that, oh, that looks really good. Yeah. Whichever way around that is, that's that. coming to PlayStation and PC. I think I don't know if it's coming to Xbox. Yeah, that's the one where it has the time bending mechanic mm. where you don't control the characters. I think you control right the mechanic. I don't know. It's kind of it seems interesting. And the one from Clay, uh, developers of Mark of the Ninja, Don't Starve, Shank. Oh yeah. Uh, it is called. It's a, is it Griftlands or Driftlands? I think it's Griftlands, where sure. it's. Uh, I think it's a turn-based RPG, where you can apparently negotiate mm. everything. Yeah, and that intrigues me. I'm like, how far yeah. does that go? Mm. How what can I can I go into the shop and negotiate the price of things? Like how. How far mm. does this go? So, yeah, I'm intrigued by that. Aspen, have you any, any hidden gems? There's a, there's, I'm sure there's some that I should know of, but I can't think of any right I've just, I've just thought of one. Um, there's a really charming little RPG called Swords of Ditto, which is coming to PS4 and PC, which looks quite cool. Mm. Um, so that could be. Oh, oh, oh. Um, the, the Ooblets? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, there's one. <laughs> it's a little point-and-click adventure. It, it's, I think it's, I want to say Tala. Um, it's a place in Dublin. You seen California? That? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Have you seen California before? Yeah. <laughs> it's the yeah. Oh, it's, so there's a place in Dublin called Tella, right? Uh, and they made a Geordie Shore like show oh. called California. California. Wow. It's there's also a what's the be, the better one though is Fade Street, which okay. was a kind of more a, a made in Chelsea or the only way is Essex. Uh, but again, that was in Dublin, and it was just really, really enjoyable. <laughs> it's really enjoy- anyway. Sorry, Tala. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's called Tala. Was it? It's by uh, it's uh, an Australian. Um, I think it's a one man indie team, mm-hmm. and um, it's really nice because all the backgrounds are like um, real kind of uh, like it's stones and stuff, and like a forest floor, like an actual picture of, and then um, everything else is like uh, hand drawn little. Little people, hmm. little puzzly game. That was really cute. It's on Kickstarter, and I played the demo. And it's good. Mm. There you go. <laughs> and last question: Ian asks, or Ian says, "Help! I have a substantial gap in my gaming history and some spare time coming up. I've never touched a Half Life, Uncharted, Portal, Bioshock, or Red Dead game. Where do I start, oh, and what can wait?" So Half Life, Uncharted, Portal, Bioshock. Red Dead. Okay, so in order, I would go like Portal, Half Life. So you're going? uh, Are you going must play or? Yeah, yeah. So Portal, Half Life, and then I'd go Bioshock, Red Dead, and then Uncharted because I don't think Uncharted is a fundamental. I would say one thing about Half Life is that it is essentially a dead end. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) So, so be prepared for that if you do play Half Life. Um, yeah, what, what, uh, how would you order these? Or would you say, is there any ones that you could forget I f- about? I feel like Portal's important. You need to have played I'd that, agree, right? yeah. 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 Plus, Portal, you can, and... you can stop and start and you don't have to. Yeah. And it's not hugely long. I'd probably put Bioshock second, Red Dead third, Uncharted fourth. And I'd actually put Half-Life last because it is 
essentially unfinished. There's no rush to play that. Yeah, it's not like, yeah, it's it's not like three's no coming rush. soon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's yeah. fair. Um, yeah, of all of them, I think Uncharted is the the one that mm. you could probably go. Yeah. I, yeah. I like if I if I was able to, if I was allowed substitutes, I go take out Uncharted, and maybe put in Gears, perhaps. You wouldn't put in Yakuza, <laughs> <laughs> but like from the same school yeah. of thought, like in third person mm. shooters, sure. Like I would say maybe that. But, really? Okay. Um, yeah, like Bioshock, Red Dead, and Portal. And yeah. Half-Life, even though, yeah, what do you have the, to do? Those, those are gaps that do need to be filled in one's gaming history. Um, yeah, and that just about does it for this week's edition of the Video Gamer Podcast. Thank you very much, dear listener, for listening. If you'd like to contact the show, you can do so by emailing us, podcast at videogamer.com. And yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Um, you can also become a VGBG VIP by heading to patreon.com forward slash video gamer where you get this podcast 24 hours earlier and you get a little extra bit at the end. And you also get four monthly podcasts. Um, this week's monthly podcast is our game club mm. where we are playing the first two episodes of uh, The Wolf Among Us. Yep. First season, because new yeah. season's mm. out this year. Supposedly, yeah. I think. Um, mm. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to revisiting that. Uh, you can also, if you so wish, and we would ask you to do so, because, you know, it'd be nice of you, uh, rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter as well. Rich is at RichieWA2. I am at underscore Hearn. And Video Gamers on all of your relevant social networks at videogamer.com on Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, and Instagram, and also on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash videogamertv. But for all of your video gamer needs, just do videogamer.com. <laughs> and now it's time for my least favorite part of show. Yes, this is the part of show, Miss Middle Listener. Adieu. So say goodbye, Rich Walker. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Alice Bell. Goodbye. And say goodbye, Colm Hearns. Long, <laughs> <laughs>